You are listening to the CBA Podcast. Talk about basketball. Youth club, AAU, high school, college. CBA Podcast is brought to you by Chapman Basketball Academy. Your hosts are Terry Massey, Max Johansson, and Joe Chapman. got a couple guests, a couple girls, basketball players that have been playing with Joel for a long, long time. Um, I'll let Joel introduce them. Yeah, so this this will be a good one today. We got uh, Caitlin Odom today, um, Homestead senior. <clears throat> Lucy Leiniger from um, Germantown, another senior. Uh, these girls have been with us for, you know, six, seven years now. So um, it's just great to, to have them on. Um, get our girl podcast going, um, talk about the girls and uh, that journey we had with them and how we got started with them. I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Um, so you've been with Joel since what age? Um, I think I started playing for him in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sometime in middle school, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Caitlin started. Caitlin was on the first team that we ever had, um, and that would be her uh, sixth grade year. Um, going into seventh. Uh, that would be her first year. Um, Lucy came the following year, um, and it was just a special time. Uh, I, I coached Caitlin the, that year um, prior was my first coaching um, job that I had. I uh, was coaching um, Homestead Girls. Um, that was uh, sixth grade season, and <clears throat> it was just fun just to learn, you know, how to coach girls, um, the intensity of it. Um, I will say we had a special, really special parent group that cared a lot about, um, winning at an early age. So it prepared me to like dive into like actually being prepared for practice, to be prepared for games because the expectations, um, that the parents had was you got to be ready to go. And for me, it was better to have that than to like, you know, walk into it and not understand what you're doing. So, uh, and that's when I saw Lucy. We saw Lucy that that year. We went to Sheboygan, Sheboygan North, and played um, Germantown, mm-hmm. and they were really good. They were really tall too. That was a really tall team. Um, Lucy's just picking one of our guards. She's just picking them every time at half court. Um, and I'm like, okay, we can't get the ball past half court, <laughs> you know, because she keeps ripping. I don't know who she's in. And she was just super fast getting up the court, all right hand, head down, just one speed, <laughs> getting to the rim in one speed. Um, and you couldn't stop her. And, you know, and that was my first interactions with her, um, understanding who she was. Um, and then that following summer is when she came over. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of girls at a young age um, play softball, volleyball. Do you girls play multi-sports, or was it always just basketball? Um, I grew up playing soccer and basketball. Um, it wasn't until about 7th or 8th grade where I really chose basketball. I took a year off of AAU yep, to yep. pursue soccer a little more, and then I kind of decided from there that I wanted to switch focus and go back to basketball. So then I started taking basketball more seriously. Well, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I, oh, go ahead. No, I just wanted to elaborate on Lucy before Caitlin gets going. And that was funny. She had that gap year, and she just got started 
um, with basketball and like taking it more serious. And she was like, well, we're going to take a gap year just to figure out if soccer is really what we want to do. And as a director, as a coach, you're like, ah, okay, (laughs) you know, we're just finally unlocking you. Um, but you know, she was really good at soccer. So you got to give your kids that opportunity to kind of choose what they want to do. Um, and being a multi-sport, uh, player, she wasn't just a player. She was really good at it. So you got to let them kind of determine, um, if this is what they want to do. How about you, Caitlin? Yeah. Growing up, I played softball and basketball, like all throughout. And then, um, sophomore year of high school, I decided to, stop playing softball and like, focus on basketball, which was probably the best decision I've ever made. I do not regret that at all because I just found like basketball was my sport and I wanted to focus more on that, get better on that, and not have to worry about any of the other distractions with other sports. So, um, Both of you are having some great seasons. I've uh, been watching you guys. If you see my shirt here, I'm from Cedarburg. <laughs> <laughs> so actually I've been coaching uh, your cousin Maddie since oh, yeah. she was in fourth grade. So. I know a little bit about what you guys are doing and stuff. Um, Both of you guys, with the amazing seasons you're having, how do you balance between being top players in your team, coming to a a team at CBA where everybody is good? You know, how do you balance the teamwork part of it? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of basketball is about finding your role, fitting with a team. You know, you have to kind of decide, like, why you're important to that team. And I think by identifying that, you kind of unlock – like what makes you special to the team. And by really focusing on that, I think you can bring what you need to each team. And even if that means switching focuses and by being like a main score on one or just a pass on another, I think doing that really helped me at least, um, you know, be successful. Um, I think for us, for our CBA team, we were really good every single year mostly. I played with Lucy and Sarah for five to like seven years both. <laughs> And then we picked up a couple new people this year, and I feel like our chemistry was just so good. We, like, all knew each other's strengths and weaknesses on the court and just, like, played really well. We all were willing to pass, share the ball, play defense, all of that, which was really good and helped us as a team as a whole. Yeah, I think that was some of the um, things early on that I um, give them credit for is their niche as players was their defense. Um, so our first group that we ever had, they were just dominant defenders um, at all de- all our positions. And that really helped us because we, we wanted to implement the ball as the star. You know, this year, these girls, we probably had five to eight kids that averaged between eight points to 12 points a game. Um, in the AAU, that's really hard to do because you don't know who is going to be your leading scorer on that day because all of them shared a ball. They didn't care who scored. It was all about, you know, teamwork, defending, playing the right way, having the right culture. And that started, you know, five to seven years ago with these girls of understanding their strengths, um, what they need to get better at. But also, this is what I do well. Um, so and, that, and that's some of the things that I want to talk about today, um, because there's a lot of girls that's um, very similar to you guys that's all around the country, um, especially in this neck of the woods, um, is – you guys wasn't necessarily star players growing up and all the time. I, I think your other sports were you were more star players than your current sport that you chose for college. I think you're a hell of a softball player <laughs> and you're a really good soccer player. And if I asked your dad, Caitlin, in sixth grade, what were you be playing? He'd probably say softball because that's how good you were. Um, and your parents to this day thought you was going to play soccer. <laughs> um, um, but the things that the work ethic that you that you guys brought, um, that defensive mindset, um, it wasn't something that was necessarily um, on college coaches' radars. You know, it was something like, can I do this and still get to where I'm trying to get to? Because at that point, people wasn't getting rewarded for being that type of players that they both are, and. Um, I still remember Caitlin talking about that as an eighth grader or a freshman. It's your freshman year. Is am I going to get recruited because I'm not scoring, you know, 12 to 15 points a game? And what kind of coach is going to like me? You know, do I need to, you know, do more? And our internal answers was always, no, just do you, you know, um, be that defender, be that dog out there, be that um, person that, you know, every time they come up the court, they're kind of afraid to go against you because they know what type of intensity you're going to bring. Um, and that's going to attract, you know, the coaches 
that you're trying to go to. Continue to expand your offensive game, but also um, be great at what you're already good at. And I think that was our message when I had her in sixth grade, um, is just be great at what you're already good at. Um, the coaches are going to find you. And sometimes these kids think that um, scoring is everything, you know, and so they need to understand that it's, it's different roles for everything. Um, <clears throat> Kaylin, you play with one of the best shooters in the in the state in Madison. And Lucy, last year you probably played with the best player in the state of Wisconsin in uh, K.K. Arnold. Um, how was it, Lucy, playing with a, that caliber of a player last year and then this year taking more of a, you know, a leadership role? I, I see the stats you're putting up, so... <laughs> yeah, you know, um, playing with a player that's, like, that great at their sport and really just, like, understands the game that well, it really allows you to kind of understand how, like, they're doing it and apply it to yourself, you know. You can work around what they're doing just, like, kind of a, just by observing. I think I've gotten better by just observing her and playing with her. Um, yeah, you know, last year, obviously, I wasn't a big leader. I wasn't the main scorer. I was probably second or third most. Um, but... I think this year by playing with KK and like watching her really unlocked a lot for me and like showed me how to be a good late leader and how to facilitate and attack the ball. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Caitlin? Um, what, what have you learned from, um, again, you're playing with someone who's probably going to score 2000 points in, in high school, which is, um, unheard of. Um, so, you know, that there's an adjustment that you all make and the sacrifices that you all make for the betterment of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, t- talk about those sacrifices and, and playing with someone who's going to score that many amount of points um, is kind of incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'm really grateful for Madison because in practice, like, she makes me such a better defender, I think, like, going up against her. Her shooting, her, like, um, ball handling just makes me overall a better defender and better player um I think like you were saying when you play with somebody that good like you have to just know like their strengths and to like get them the ball when they're open you know just like making sure that you're using what they do well Mm -hmm. to like help the team overall yeah yeah totally agree and that's all of us and we talk about this on the podcast we talked about it with Travis last week is, you know, 90% of us are going to be different roles once we get into college. Um, and, you know, some some people in high school, some people as they return pro. But that uh, that doesn't diminish your role. That doesn't, you know, uh, dim your light because you're not, you know, shooting 20 shots or getting 20 points um, on an average. It's just more so puts in perspective that it's about winning and the contributions you make to winning is more important than uh, this is what I've done. It's, 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 everyone has a niche. Everyone has a role. Um, and to be stars in your own role, it only helps the team become better. So this <clears throat> this might seem kind of like a weird question, but I've been coaching girls basketball uh, for a long, long time now. And girls are different. I think you guys are more coachable. Uh, you're, you're probably smarter. Uh, you pay more attention. But as girls, now, has Joel always been your main coach at AAU? Mm-mm. No. 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 They had, this is their last, I'll say the last year and a half is the first time I coached them in AAU. I coached okay. Caitlin, uh, sixth or eighth grade, but this is their first, <laughs> this past summer was their first time having me as a head coach, <laughs> um, which is totally different than just having me as a trainer or a mentor. Um, me as a coach is a different set of, uh, demands, I would say, <laughs> um, an attitude. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it was a little bit different. How was it having, you know, you know what Joel is about, what he's done? How was it having him as your, you know, with as much experience as that guy has as, as your coach? <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew coming in, I had him in middle school. I mean, we were in seventh grade and we're running suicides and <laughs> people are crying, people are like throwing oh, yeah. up, and he's just oh, like, yeah. get on the line. So, I mean, I kind of yep. knew what I was getting myself into and I mean that that's like the whole culture of the program is just like um just playing hard getting out getting after it all that so I mean that's really what he preaches during practice so we would have really hard practices in the <laughs> summer which we weren't used to yeah um right. from our other coaches I'm not gonna go into that I love them loved them to death but it was just a really big switch up for us but 
overall made us a lot better. Yeah, like I wasn't as prepared for those things. <laughs> um, but looking back, I'm really grateful for how hard you pushed us and like how intense they were because I feel like I learned a lot about like work ethic and dedication. <laughs> and I hope I can apply that to my future. So, yeah. Yeah. What, what's the difference, Joel? Uh, you coached the top elite boys team and you coached these girls. It, what's the not- difference in coaching the two you know, girls yeah, and that that's a fair fair question, and, and there's a balance that you have with both, um, and they would know it's that we run the same plays, we got the same, you know, uh, demeanor. Both teams, it was it was more so uh, coaching the girls is more smiles, is more uh, thank yous. You know, the girls laughing. say thank yous more. <laughs> um, you know, it's they smell better. Uh, uh, so you know coaching girls is it's a lot for me I I prefer coaching girls over guys um, a lot of the time um, because they listen uh, their skill uh, they apply their skill and what they learn they have to apply it to their play Um, guys can get away with their athletic ability and you know just being freaks of nature sometimes but girls um, we talked about it with Travis they they're they're too robotic sometimes. You you say go from A to B. They go right to B without, you know, uh, deferring from the play. You know, so if the play says do exactly that, they're going to do exactly that. You're like, well, you were open. Why didn't you take take the shot? Or the, well, you told me to go from here. It's like, okay. That, there's some of the differences there. But um, as a coach, you can pick up more plays. You can get to more stuff because you understand that they have a greater knowledge um, than the boys. The boys, they prefer their athletic ability and a couple sets. But the girls, you can really dive into teaching them how to play different parts of the game. As girls, do you prefer boy, men culture, women culture? Doesn't it really matter to you guys? I think there's positives to both because yeah. a lot of like the female coaches that we've had have like, obviously played you know, in college and stuff. So kind of getting their perspective is interesting as like girls in sports. But also like... Obviously, there's different styles to it. Like, Joe is obviously different than our other coaches we've had. So, yeah, I think there's positives and negatives to both of them. Um, <clears throat> so, both of you guys are committed. Caitlin, you're going to where? Truman State. And Lucy? Minnesota State. Nice. Talk a little bit about that process. Uh, Caitlin, you can go first. Like, through high school, going through the process of whether you're going to get recruited, whether you're not, the, the stress maybe. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, I mean, when I started taking basketball, like, really seriously, when I started playing AU in middle school, I kind of knew, like, if I had a chance to play in college, I would want to, but, I like, you never know. So, I mean, um, just, like, I always played my game. Then when I, like, started getting looks, I think it was sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sophomore year. Sophomore year. Um, I was like, oh, shoot, like, this is really happening. I was, like, <laughs> super, like, overwhelmed. I would say in the beginning it was, like, it was like, oh, shoot, like, I can actually like, yeah. play in college. Like, I was just, like, <laughs> shocked. Like, I remember I was on the phone with Joe when yeah. I was about to get my first offer. I was, like, I was so <laughs> scared. I was on the way home from my softball game. I'm like, I don't even want to call this guy. Yeah. But, I mean, um, it, it was, like, it was really exciting. It was kind of scary. But um, I think for, like, people in the recruiting process, you just really have to think about what you want. And, like, that's how I made my decision. I, like, weighed my pros and cons, all of that stuff for, like, every school I had. And um, just thought about what I wanted. I didn't really care about other people's opinions. Like, obviously, I would, like, talk to my parents, talk to, like, people I trusted, like, Joe. But it was ultimately up to me, so. Yeah. Um, I think I started getting looks about junior year. I kind of came a little later than Mm -hmm. um, a few of my other teammates. But um, I think it really came once I started developing my game and, like, unlocking myself as a player. Um, The biggest thing I would say is just, like, be patient and, like, don't force or rush it because if it's going to come, it's going to come. You can't really control how other people see you or how coaches are seeing your game. So they're going to find you and find your right fit. So Yeah. But for both of you – you had that internal drive, you know, to say, all right, I got to keep getting better. Because there, there's a time for all these kids when they get to high school to go one way or the other. Um, with your work ethic, with can I really play at the next level? You know, both of you had that moment. Yours came as a sophomore. Once you got that first offer, you put more work into it. You put more time into it. 
you had more belief that you can play on that level um, as as before that it was like do, do people really like my role and what I do and and getting that first you know couple offers your you know your mindset switches on all right I can do this more let me invest more into what I do uh, and that was the same with you Lucy I think that time when um, you lost in state you know you're like okay this this is my time to get better um, I think your your classmates of CBA got offers that summer, yeah. um, and you didn't get one yet. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and that's like, okay, is it is it what do I need to do, or am am I not going to do it because you're at a crossroad, you know, of what's next? Um, and that's the time when you start, you know, coming in the gym, you and Danica making five hundred um, threes, you know, every week. That was a goal for our CBA team. Caitlin, yeah, Caitlin was in there too. My bad, my bad, my bad. Put herself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caitlin was in there. Yeah, yeah. And we did it, you know, every make five hundred, you know, a week threes. Um, and they lifted. They, you know, they got in here and got better. They got after it. Um, but you know, th- that's one of the things that. I think all athletes need is to be around people that's um, doing the same thing and have the same goals. Those become your friends. Those become the people you lean on, you know, when things are not going well, um, because, you know, they're going through the same things you are. Um, So I I think, um, you know, uh, when you're going down that college route, it's it's finding um, people that's going down it with you and having that self-belief that your role matters, um, regardless of whatever role that is and being stars in that role once you identify it. Joel's got a couple of things in front of him there. Yeah. Um, oh, before yeah. Before I get into that. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so. We've, we've gotten pretty personal here on the podcast a, a couple of episodes ago and stuff and relationships Joel has. Uh, talk a little bit, both of you, your relationship with Joel, um, not only as a coach, but I know he's there as a mentor and as a friend also. Yeah. If you could talk a little bit about that, Lucy or Caitlin. Yeah, um, you know, Joe wasn't or was um wasn't our I guess our coach in AU when we first started. No. But he was our trainer, you know, he pushed <laughs> us hard and stuff. Um but really just like as I kind of began like my process and like understanding like I want to pursue basketball, he really became someone I could lean on and you know, talk to or ask questions to because he just kind of understood it. Yeah. Um definitely became like a mentor to me. Um and, you know, I feel like our relationship has grown over the past year or two outside of basketball, too. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. With, with Lucy, it was um, – she's our main babysitter um, <laughs> at our house, too. And that's what we do. Uh, we talked about it before. I, I think once you build those relationships with people, um, it's important that you um, share that with them. Because I think, like we talked about, the closer you are with someone, the better they play for you. And I think that's important. Um, that, and that was the same with Lucy is those relationships that you build throughout the year, throughout the summers, through training, through camps, working camps. Um, you know, you build a rapport. Um, you know, we've had, you know, um, you know, we spent holidays together. We go to their house to get in the swimming pool. We, <laughs> we do different things because we don't view our players as just players, you know, they become family members. And I think that's what gets the best out of them. That gets the best out of us. We, um, I shared before that, you know, out of nowhere, I text the kids and um, see how they're doing and um, tell them we love you and hope you're doing well today. And, you know, little stuff like that just to show them that, you know, you have a village, you know, of support and not just the internal support. How are you, Caitlin? Yeah, I've known Jonah a long time, and I think um, he was always the one just getting me in the gym, always texting mm-hmm. me, like, the gym's open right now, we got to work out at whatever time, so I mean, I would always always go to those when he texted me, but also, um, he was a really big part of my recruiting process, really helped me with that. He was the one who would help me reach out to coaches, send out film for me, a bunch of stuff like that, which I'm really appreciative for of, of him for because that really helped me, like, um, get in contact with the coaches, all that, which was really nice of him. So talk a little bit about what you got in front of you there, Joe. Yeah, so, um, you know, in the office here, we got, a, you know, one of my pictures that I hang up, and it's the only picture, I think, in the office. is my first group that I ever coached, um, sixth through eighth grade, was a group of girls that I've had. Um, and, that, and that group, you know, 
it meant a lot to me as a coach because I never coached a group before. And I saw individually each year them get better and better and better. And it was like, okay, um, this is special. Because at that time, sixth or eighth grade girls, they they still like, you know, bring you cookies, you know, they, like, you know, they just, you know, they look at you like a, you know, a father figure, like, you know, you're, you're part of their everyday life, you know? Um, so it's a different type of vibe when you're growing groups and, and uh, particularly with that group, um, you know, it was a lot of great characters on that, on that team, different personalities. Um, Caitlin led that group, um, you know, in pretty much everything, you know, scoring, yeah, uh, we took charges. First year we took twenty four charges. Second year thirty three. Um, the last year we took forty eight charges um, as a group. Um, Caitlin took about half of those. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we had goals, and you know, just starting off with that years, uh, we had meetings in the classrooms, and we we had to write their goals down. We had to watch film. And we used to, you know, Caitlin used to get on the board and just write down the film notes for everybody because she was a good, um, she she knew the game inside and out. And when I stopped the film and just talk about different segments, she would be writing them down on there. And all the girls would be writing in their notes, you know, about um, getting better every year. And then the first couple of years we had the parents sitting in the background um, watching, you know, observing understanding the process of becoming a good team that we're we're going down um even then you got to identify roles identify um lineups identify minutes played for each girl um and if you do it the right way you you build a relationship with with the kids and through that sixth to eighth grade we had great relationships you know in seventh grade um we we um we lost our last game on a um we missed a free throw um, Eva missed a free throw in seventh grade, um, and damn, your memory's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> What's yeah, yeah. It was against um, I it was Waukesha West. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, at, in the Dales, and and so we finished second in state. And she had two free throws to win a game, zero zero on the clock. No one's on the free throw line, and she had two free throws, and as she missed them both, and. As a coach, you know, you got two and a half hours, two hours to come home, you know. So the kids, um, they embraced her. They embraced the situation that we were in. Um, they, we, we took a team picture after that, and, you know, everyone's trying to smile. Eva's just, like, you know, about to cry. And um, I had workouts that night. So we come back from the Dells. You know, we got workouts. You know, you're thinking as a coach for those two hours, what can you do differently? It's seven grade girls basketball, but you're you're, you're that invested. You know, we're That's down. What I'm I think we're right down now in seventh grade. <laughs> right, you, we're down probably like ten to twelve that game, and we start pressing and coming back. Caitlin threw a bomb. You know, she's got the softball arm. She yep. she threw a bomb. You know, we had a play where Eve was the best player. She's um, the best um, runner. She's going to track. You know, and and she's got a full ride to Kyle Polly, and she's and you know she started our AAU program as well, and you know we had this play go deep. Everyone come towards the ball. You sprint out, go deep. We pass it to her. She catches it, <laughs> two seconds gets fouled. You know she ends up missing. And as a coach, you're thinking about that on the ride home, um, and in that whole ride home, you know we're we're text. I'm texting the girls, texting them. Great job, great season. Um, see you guys soon because we're about to start our AAU season and all seven or eight of those girls at the time played AAU for us so it was more so see you see you soon you know I didn't have to wait you know we had workouts that night probably 637 um, the entire team was there um, shooting free throws with Eva you know yeah, that's um, awesome. they shoot two the other ones shoot two they they clap on a make uh two claps on a miss, you know, and you're just feeling like, okay, you're building something here. That could have been an easily a shutdown moment for that kid and, you know, no one's around. But um, the culture that they were building, that we were building together, it started to show there um, with that group. So that following year going into eighth grade, I knew we were going to be really good. We, we had a tough schedule. We tried to play the best teams from everywhere um, so we can match up and just to see where we were. Um, we had a magical year. Like I said, we 
we ended up winning state um, that year. And we ended it in the Dells, same place where we lost. And it was just a, a full cycle moment. So that, that whole year, it was the only goal on our mind is to beat the best teams and to get back to that moment. And we did that, and we had adversity throughout that whole tournament, but they just knew it was their time. And when you know, you know. And we talked about that with Travis last week with the TBT team. When you know, you know. You know, you go through adversity, you come back, boom, the same thing, same way. Let's go win it. So that picture that I have is of that group um, that came back, won it, you know, and it's this cool moments that they shared, you know, thanks for being a mentor, thanks for everything. Um, and then we had a, a party, you know, um, that's what I said, six, eighth grade girls. It's just amazing. We had party, we had cookies, we had families get together, we had drinks. Um, and at the end of that, they had a, a, a binder for me for all the plate, for all the videos of the games. Um, and then letters from every player, you know, <laughs> so every letter, you know, I keep, so there's letters that Caitlin's shaking her head over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> in a white binder by my bed. And, you know, I just keep that, th- those memories you want to have, uh, the special groups. When, when we talk about sports, we always talk about special groups that you have. Um, and that was one of the special groups and one of Caitlin's in, in her letter, I won't read it all because I don't want to get her going crazy over there but um she just talked about you know your work ethic your leadership skills inspired me to play just like you did i've learned never to give up or or get down on myself when things aren't going my way i didn't only improve my basketball skills but i also grew in love for the game of basketball this past year i realized that in order to reach goals or to get to the place you want you have to be willing to do the extra work so, um, AAU, I'm, I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, thank you for all of you done for me. Um, all the extra work, all the hard work is starting to pay off, and I'm looking forward to being coached by you one day. <laughs> so, um, you know, little stuff like that, and, and that was every girl on that team. And, you know, you know, that letter, it sticks out because that's a 13-, 14-year-old, and now we're four years later, and she's going to play, you know, for free. Um, in college and that's the stuff that you you look at and you aspire the the next generation of kids that's coming through who have different roles different opportunities that these two that's in front of us it wasn't always about their scoring you know that's the last thing they do these these two here are already kind of college ready to step in and play right away because of the attributes they do outside of just scoring a ball so we talk about your youth. Let's. Uh, I had a couple cool questions that we asked uh, Michael and Tim when they're in here. Uh, high school basketball. What is your uh, pregame ritual? <laughs> so, so the boys. It was all boys are pretty simple. Sub cookie, sleep, listen to music. Okay. Um, sometimes I take a nap, depending on like whatever. Um, I have like the Norma Tech boots at my house. So I go yep. in those for like thirty minutes, uh, and then I go get a sub from. Jimmy John's usually. Um, I always drink like a liquid IV, get my hydration up. Oh, there you go. Um, usually I take ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, listen to music. That's a good one. What do you get from Jimmy John's? Uh, I get a number four with cucumber and extra mayo. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any cool routines. I kind of just go with the flow. We do shoot around after school. Then I just... <laughs> I go home, chill in my bed, eat whatever is in the house. <laughs> I don't have like a routine. What? I listen to music. Yeah. I have my my headphones. I know uh, you saw. Them. Yeah, I, I saw your headphones. <laughs> I listen to music when we're um, watching the JV game. Um, we make pregame TikToks in the locker room with my teammates. Yeah. Um, I'm always on aux for. Um, <laughs> in the locker room when we're warming up, and yeah, that's about it. Michael and Tim are pretty, like, I don't treat the game differently between high school and AU. I just play it the same. Do you guys take that same approach when you're playing a, your high school game compared to when you're in an AU game? Do you do you take, do you approach them the same way, or? I mean, I feel like for high school games, I have more time to, like, prepare, where AU is kind of like, go, 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 back to back to back. So there's, like, a little bit of a difference in, like, preparation, but, like, I feel like I go in with, like, the same mindset every game, you know, you can't you know, do play your game and you kind of have to feel it out as you play. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Obviously, for high school, we have film. Um, we watch every team. For AU, you can't really do that. You have two, three games a day, back-to-back. Teams you've never seen before, they might not even have film out. So you kind of go in with a like blind sometimes for AU. For high school, it's different. But, I mean, I feel like I don't play differently. Um, always just play your game. You don't need to try and do something you're not based on who you're playing. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. As you guys move forward past high school, what are you doing now to prepare yourself for that next level that you guys are going to be getting um, into? Yeah, I mean, after high school season's over, I'm going to get back to lifting more, um, trying to work on shooting some more. I feel like that'll be a, something I want to work on for sure. And I feel like just, like, working out with Joe will really help me just get quicker and kind of, like, advance my game so I'm really prepared for the next steps. But I feel like getting stronger, just quicker, yeah. will be good for me. Yeah, same with me for on the off season. I'm definitely going to be lifting with Lucy here. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to want to work on, like, conditioning. That's a big thing when you get there for preseason. Um, just, like, staying motivated during the summer, I don't think that'll be a problem. But just, like, doing all that, I want to work on um, – Obviously, like, the threes from the college range is different. That's something Mm -hmm. you need to work on. And then also, like, thinking about the shot clock that Mm -hmm. we don't have in Wisconsin. Uh, That'll be a a difference maker in college, too. We we talk about the 1% drill. Um, You said that both these girls are, what you say, college ready. Yeah. What what makes them college ready? What what makes them special in your eyes? Yeah, there's a couple things. Um, That intensity on defense and being willing to to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. Um, it's easy to go try to score 25 to 30, you know, every game. But to to guard the best players, to, to get steals, to get blocks, to take charges, to get on the floor for loose balls, take the right shots as opposed to um, any shot. <clears throat> uh, playing with really good players already that they both had to play with. Um, that's always something that you want and being on really good teams early. That that helps you identify your role. Um, so being in that one percent, that's what they are. And that, with that work ethic that they had, they both dealt with adversity. Um, Lucy came from another program, and um, you know, coming here had to learn how to play our style and what we our expectations of her. Um, you know, same with Caitlin is understanding her role and what that looks like of um, playing with other really, really good offensive players around her and meshing her game with them um, and not diminishing what she does well. Mm -hmm. That takes time. And to be able to do that and understand that their role matters, that's all the stuff that most people learn in college um, that they learned already. So um, that offseason of getting stronger, bigger, learning those, um, what her three-point line is going to be, um and just that conditioning part of it that would um be the key to <clears throat> if they play super early um <clears throat> as we go forward now you guys have been together for so long um and then next year you guys are on your own have you thought about that you know you don't you don't have lucy anymore you don't have madison uh you know all the girls laura natalie you know have you thought about that now you're going to that next level? Yeah, I mean, I feel like with everything, you're going to, I mean, everything is going to change somehow. Um, but I feel like it's just really how we respond to it. It's going to be different for sure, like not playing with my normal teammates, not having that same chemistry build up that we've had built over the past few years. But I feel like college is like a very advanced kind of higher level that I feel like you're going to find chemistry anywhere but I think it'll for sure be different a little sad to leave Caitlin and my other teammates but you know I think it'll work itself out too for sure well I know you guys are close because Joe was talking how he's teary-eyed during your last yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. your banquet you stuff but if I if, what yeah. I've what I've learned being part of CBA that Joe's phone is always there you guys always have him the call and yeah. probably yep. other players um that you play with now and that you played with in the past and that relationship will always be there yep. and stuff. So, and that, you know, one of the things that, um, is I always feel like our jobs and your job as, um, young female players is advancing the game. You know, if you yeah. learn from other people, um, of advancing the game, you had Chloe Murata and, you know, Hannah Bellinger in front of you seeing their work ethic, 
to inspire to be something. Um, Grace Miller, <clears throat> Grace Crawley, those girls that were in front of you to see, like, I can play on that level. Um, and same with you. You had, you know, KKs of the world, Emily. Um, you had girls that are playing on that next level uh, that you can inspire to be. Um, and so what's your advice to some of these girls that look up to you now, aspire to be you? What's some of your advice to them as they go down their journey through the sport? They're pointing at each other. You go first. Go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> who's going to go? <laughs> um, I feel like as like a young girl playing a sport mostly like dominated by males, I'd say, who get more of like the attention on it. Um, I would just tell them like, don't be afraid to like, like don't stick with it. Like obviously I just had to like make a decision at some point, kind of decide what I want. But if you really stick with it and put the work in and everything, you're going to get something out of it. And yeah, that's what I would really say. Just stick with it. Yeah. What about you, Kayla? Um, kind of what you were talking about earlier, which kind of resonates with me. Like, you don't have to be a person like that you're not. You don't have to score like 30 points a game to get looked at by colleges. Like, that's not the person I am. But um, coaches will find you for what you're good at. You don't need to try and do too much during the games, anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's just play your game. Don't try and be somebody you're not. I for think. sure. Yeah. How were you guys able to? Um, block out the outside noise and and get to the point where you feel like that doesn't matter as much as winning, as much as understanding what my niche is, um, because we all go through that point of um, adversity that people try to you know put on us um, and want us to be something. But how do you guys balance that as um, students, as athletes, as um, you know kids, as you know we all have expectations for you. Um, but how do you kind of um, hone that in and, and become something? Um, I think for me, I've always cared more about winning than anything, any other mm-hmm. part of the game, way more than stats, way more than anything. I always just wanted to win. Oops. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you can testify for that yeah. since middle school. I always just... I did anything I could to win. I would throw my body anywhere, yep. like yep. you know, any of that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think girls play more aggressive sometimes. Actually. Oh yeah, they like do. On the floor, uh, loose balls. Yeah, they get on the floor. You know, reckless abandon. They just they get after it yeah. a lot. And you know, um, I haven't seen a player um, like Caitlin that that did that at at the girls' level. You like that's just different. You know, the way they pick up, the way they hustle after balls, the way they, you know, show that type of emotion while they play. Something sometimes that's frowned upon in girls' basketball where they they don't want you to, you know, play that type of style. They just want you to, you know, just be out there, um, have fun, you know, uh, <laughs> get along with everyone. Yeah. Um, but here, you know, that wasn't a culture that we wanted, you know. Um, you know, definitely Caitlin's going to get a couple technicals. She's going to – I never have. Uh, I never have. Did, did I you know Joel got here. a technical on Sunday or Saturday? Oh, yeah. I got my first technical in, in eight years of coaching this past weekend. Um, I let the ref know it was a foul. You know, I was like, How'd you let him know? I just said, that's a foul. Oh, that's it? That's <laughs> I know. I was like, dang, let me at least earn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, I get a, if I get a tech, I want to earn it. You know, like, <laughs> all right, I deserve that one. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my first tech. But, yeah, that w- that's something that, you know, these girls play with that type of passion, you know, mm-hmm. um, intensity. I mean, you see Lucy. Uh, I, I prefer, like, this, she's like a lion, a lioness oh. on defense. Where she's, if she sees blood, you know, she's going after. If she feels like you can't dribble or you're weak in the post or she's got that great timing, you know, she's like, I, I'm going to, like, she will make you don't want to bring the ball up the court because that's how she had, you know, people her size got that timing of, of going east and west laterally and swiping at the same time. That's a deadly combination. <laughs> Um, to try to get past half court. So we utilize that a lot. It's like, okay, these are these girls' niches, and we, we play towards their strengths this summer. And we gave them all nicknames where they were hound dogs or oh pit gosh. bulls or uh, Doberman pinchers. <laughs> you, know, you know, we we had uh, different different lineups. Like, let's go to our pit bull lineup. <laughs> you know, where we put the five best 
uh, defenders on the court at the time. And, you know, Lucy would be at the top of, <laughs> of that, you know, one, three, one or whatever we're in and just causing havoc. And um, that that's the part that they embraced. And as a coach, um, you try to get the best out of them um, because um, playing on the levels that we have, we know that that matters. Um, they don't know it as much. So having me as a coach is a culture shock because I'm coaching you for what you're going to be later as opposed to what you want to be right now. Um, so that intensity, that culture, that moving the ball, that that diving for loose balls, you know, the high fives, uh, you know, the camaraderie part, doing things together off the court, you know, that's all the stuff that you're going to learn later. That's why I feel like they'll be ready, you know, right when they get to school. I think uh, at the Cedarburg game, Kaylin, I think you're on the floor maybe four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, before we go here, we do a uh, couple segments. We do player of the uh, – player of the week we'd like to do and we'd like to pick some games of the week uh we're not dropping this till next tuesday but a player that i want to make a shout out to is a teammate of yours at cba scored a thousand point uh sarah Sarah. from grafton yep uh you know (laughs) yeah and and sarah's going to come on and do her own podcast at some point talk about her journey um you know one of the stories with sarah she came over i think seventh grade year um, the year after we started the program, her seventh grade year. Um, so she's done six years with us in the program. And that kid, was, when she came through the door, I think at Stephen Middle School, it was the first time I met her, she came from another tryout, and she was just broken that she didn't make that team, they didn't want her anymore. And, and I, it was a rebuilding process from there. You know, her mom was there. I was just taking her through skills and drills. Um, you know, they wanted her to get better at her shooting. Um, so we worked hard on that and, and from that day we built a bond, you know, she's another one of our key babysitters, um, that we have and for to get to her thousand point, um, you know, is a huge accomplishment in high school. Um, so for her to get there, um, that's going to be, you know, something that's special for her that she can live with. Um, but also just to get her journey from where she started with us to where she is now. It's pretty cool. And one more shout out. Um, I think he just broke another record. Uh, one of Caitlin's classmates, Tim. Then he just become the all time scorer in Mequon now. Yeah, he's the all time leading scorer now. Um, so I mean, that's pretty cool to have. You know, these kids in Homestead. You know, um, breaking records like that. I don't think he'll have it long. I think Madison's gonna uh, surpass, <laughs> surpass, surpass him. Uh, um, you know, so he's got to enjoy that for a little while. Um, Madison's on a um, deadly streak right now, but um, yeah, you know, to have our kids, we have a lot of kids that's getting to their thousand points, getting over a thousand points, um, becoming all-time leading scores um, for their schools. Um, so we can't take for granted our 24 class. You know, everyone talks about their classes. Um, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. But we got to appreciate our 24 class on the guys and girls side because it's starting to show that how special um, they are. I think Caitlin's going to be um, the all-time leader in wins in program history at Homestead. Um, you know, she's on, on that path right now. Um, and like she said, it's about winning for her. And I think that's going to be something that's important. Um, Lucy is on track to get her thousand point um, towards the end. How was, of the year. how was your game last night? I heard you talking. How many points do you have? Oh, uh, last night I had thirty eight, but we oh. lost. So <laughs> that was yeah, don't want to talk uh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but thirty eight yeah. points. I mean, that that took five to six games to get thirty eight points at some point in yeah. your career to yep. to now get to thirty eight points in one game. You had a thirty six point game. I mean, you're just on a streak that people didn't see that coming from you. Uh, they thought, you know, Germantown wasn't going to have a good year because KK left. Um, but, you know, to see where they are now um, and where they're playing, um, it's a testament to Lucy, her leadership, and, and what she's doing um, to carry the offensive, defensive loads. They're doing a great job there this year. We like to pick games of the week, but um, like I said, this won't be dropped until next week. But I'll let you girls each pick a game that you're looking forward to uh, coming up in your future, what game are you kind of singling out that you're kind of looking forward to and why? Um, I don't know when we play Kettle Marine Lutheran. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Cedarburg, <gasps> Cedarburg plays them tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to that game. Um, I'm excited, yeah, because I'm playing Kenzie and Taylor, mm-hmm. yep. both two of my AU teammates. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to play them. I just like playing people I know. I just feel like it's a <laughs> fun thing. It's fun. Yeah. How about you, Caitlin? 
Um, for us, we play Brown Deer tomorrow. That'll be a good game for us, I think. But the one I'm most excited for coming up is Kakana. I think we play them. Ooh. I want to say it's next Saturday. You guys wow. have had some juggernauts, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, a lot of our non-conference schedule. <laughs> non-conference are gets it's some crazy. really good yeah. teams. I mean, yeah. They get put to the ringer, you know, <laughs> yeah. which which can help them later in in their season of playing some of these tougher teams so early in the year. Um, is it, it can prepare them later, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that Kokana game. I think that Hartford game. Um, Hartford, I'm circling yeah. that game just to watch. I mean, um, if, if there's a team that's trying, um, you to guys implement, beat Hartford, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a close one, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's a team that you know is very similar to how you guys play, I would I would say it's them. Um, they're they're right on your heels uh, mm-hmm. uh, of being that type of team. So I'm looking forward to watching that that game too. Well, we appreciate you ladies coming on. You guys are fun to watch. I get to watch Caitlin twice a season being at Cedarburg and stuff. Not Germantown so much anymore. Yeah. We used to get you guys used to be in our conference up yeah. until two years ago, I think, or something yeah, like that. Years ago, yeah. So, um, yeah, you had. Um, I don't hey, you guys play earlier this year too. Germantown. Yeah, we Cedarburg. did play. We did oh, yeah, play. We played we, <laughs> that was our first game. First game, non-conference yep. and stuff. <laughs> Yep. So in in closing, Joe, I'd like to get have you just give each of these girls one last uh, wish. Oh forward. yeah, just you know, be yourselves as as the end of the year. Enjoy every moment because it's going to go by so fast that the the memories that you're creating with your high school teammates um, it goes really fast. So every last game matters. This is the last time you're going to play whatever team it is. This is the last practice. It's the last. Um, Everything. So, you know, like we talked about with AAU, don't have any regrets. Don't have any um, moments where you felt like you didn't do what you needed to do because the legacy that you're leaving behind is the culture, you know, for the next set of kids, the next set of people that's coming through the doors, not only for CBA but for your high schools, um, is, you know, inspire the next generation because this is the last time before you are the freshman again. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it, it all recycles over. So that's your legacy is what you're leaving now um, to every younger player, the practices, the, the car rides, the, everything. This grasp it, you know, take pictures, you know, understand that this is it. And and don't let your teammates down. You know, I think that's what you want to live for. Is live for the moment. Um, don't let anyone down and play as hard as you can, as you always do. Yeah, I don't think that'll be a problem for what I see. <laughs> right, right. So you guys were nervous, but you guys did great. We've been yep. talking for 51 minutes. So yep. okay. you know, that's like, good. Yeah. yeah, did great. You guys are awesome. Thanks a lot. Really, really appreciate it. Good Thank stuff. You. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it.